Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're reading Matthew 2, verses 7 and 8. Then Herod called the wise men in secret, and he found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, and he said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. Herod calls the wise men in secret, and he attempts to deceive them, claiming to be a devout man, that he also wants to go and worship the newborn king. And we know this is deception because very soon after, in just a couple verses, the wise men uh, will not return to Herod. They will not tell him where the baby Jesus is. And Herod will order the killing of all the baby boys in that region two years or younger. What starts in a secret meeting ends in the mass murder of children. Now, the Talmudic sages of Judaism, they have a saying, and, they, and it goes like this. At first, the evil impulse is as thin as a spider's gossamer. But in the end, it is as thick as a cart rope. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs interprets that saying this way. Evil traps the evildoer in its mesh. Slowly but surely, he or she loses freedom and becomes not evil's master, but its slave. Now you often hear of people who have killed someone talk about how hard it was to do the first time. But then it got easier. They're expressing what the Talmud and what Rabbi Sachs are saying, what the book of Matthew would say. That it starts with a secret meeting. It ends with mass murder of toddlers. Now you're like, whoa, that's, that's a far stretch. But is it? Consider this logic. Most people who I know who ended up having an affair did not wake up one morning and think, hmm, today's the day for an affair. No. It started with an unplanned surge of attraction that they didn't shut off. And then there were the secret thoughts that played out. Little by little, over time, the what-ifs. And then there was the reciprocation of attraction that fueled the flame. And then there were the meetings that happened under the pretense of, oh, this is a business meeting, or this is something helpful or necessary. And slowly and surely, the gossamer's web gets thicker and thicker and thicker until there's really no way out. What are all these examples, what are they trying to say? They're trying to say that Herod's, for the most part, are not born Herod's. They are formed through infinite number of tiny decisions made every day of their life. Most of the decisions that we make are choices of what to think about, of what not to think about, of whether to dwell on a thought or not. Most of the decisions that we make are never ever seen by the rest of the world. And what is more is that the reality is that here in the West, at least, uh, we live, as C.S. Lewis said, in a managerial age, in a world of admin. 
The greatest evil, says Lewis, is not now done in those sordid dens of crime. I love that phrase, sordid dens of crime. The greatest evil is not done in those dens of crime that Dickens loved to paint. It is not done even in concentration camps and labor camps. In those, we see its final result. But the greatest evil is conceived and ordered. It is moved and seconded and carried and minuted in clean, carpeted, warmed and well-lighted offices by quiet men with white collars and cut fingernails and smooth-shaven cheeks who do not need to raise their voices. Hence, naturally enough, says Lewis, my symbol for hell is something like the bureaucracy of a totalitarian state or the office of a thoroughly nasty business concern. What's he saying? He's saying in the West, evil is not found in open war. Evil is found in spreadsheets. And at least the question for us, as we read about Herod, who was not born Herod, but was formed by his many decisions over many, many years. The question for us is when we confront the presence of a fudged number or a deceptive story or a covetous licking of the lips inside ourselves, when we see a way to get ahead that would put us on a path to becoming Herod, what do we do? What do you do? Father, would you reveal to us the deceptive nature of evil, that it does not come in big, grand decisions. It comes in tiny, small, insignificant, unseen moments every day of our life. Moments of what to think about, what to focus our thoughts on, whether to dwell on a thought or to shut it off, what to care about, how to treat someone in secret. All those little, little moments determine whether we're on a path to becoming Herod or becoming someone who looks like your son. Open our eyes to those little decisions this day. Open our eyes and give us courage to choose. Choose what we know is pleasing to you. We love you, Lord. Be with us. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.